Hello and welcome to the inaugural episode of The Empire's Edge. I'm Matt Sinkovich, your storyteller and dungeon master, longtime gamer in advanced Dungeons and Dragons, frequent 3.5 practitioner, and excited inductee of 5th edition rules. I am Boris Kirsanov, Paladin of Uko. I am a native of Quint Duchy, far to the north of here. When the Civil War began, I traveled south to Arngold College to become a fully-fledged knight and protect my home. I found the college nearly deserted, with only a few abbots and abbots in training. Abbot Sigmund sent me to Warland in the service of Baron Roden Cutler. The Baron, in turn, ordered me to Gryan as a knight-errant. I have been charged with protecting the village from danger, as even the region beyond the Confederation of Duchies is beginning to destabilize. I have been staying with Ron and Dorothy Griffith in Gryan for only a few months. I am Jacob Treadstone a native to Ryan with my parents and sister. I'm an expert archer and I make my living as a hunter and guide. I'm most comfortable in the wild and I've ranged from the Telfalva River to the Slagmark Desert. Business has been slow since the Civil War with fewer people traveling and trading. I see mostly refugees on the roads and I will offer to guide them. Before the war, I was the only person who had dared to venture into the Vistari Wastes, but recently I've seen people settling there. I am Zelen Adhar and I've spent most of my life in Gryan. For as far back as we know, my family has had a druid in each generation. I am my generation's druid, and came to Gryan to live and train with my grandmother, Ludmilla. Grandmother was a highly respected voice in our town, kind of a mayor, and much loved by me. Sadly, she died a year ago. I continue to make my home in Gryan with my cat, Bridicus. Life is steady and calm here, and I spend my time helping the people and growing my skills. Our campaign begins in the Free Baronies, a sparsely populated region between the Confederation of Duchies to the north and the Corman Empire to the south. The area is sometimes referred to by its ancient name, Southland. The members of the party live in Warland. The only armed conflict the locals remember is from 50 years ago, when a force of knights and magic-loading abbots from Arngol College crushed the capital of the neighboring Vistari Barony. Few dwell in the empty barony now, and travelers on the Corman Road hurry to get through. For the last three years, the Confederation of Duchies has been fighting a civil war, and though the hostilities are hundreds of miles away, it has created a power vacuum in the region. People are fleeing the area, and some suspect a Corman influence is subverting authority. Yet the war and its turmoil are far from the village of Gryan. So it is the month of September. It's just a regular morning, starting to get cool, and Zelen, as you step out from your house, which is a little outside of the town itself, you're looking to the direction of the graveyard, just watching the, the birds, small animals are going that way, and you can see that a grave has been newly dug down over at the graveyard. Hmm. That strikes me as odd. Very. I mean, you, you know everyone. You count through your head. No one's sick. I can't imagine why somebody would dig a new grave. Right. Um. So yeah, so I'm going to walk towards the graveyard. So as you're walking toward the graveyard, other people are doing the same, uh, one of whom is Jacob, who is also up at around that same time, and a few others from the town are converging in that direction. A few, well, when I say minutes, uh, a moment or two later, Boris, you come out of the Griffiths house and are walking that way, uh, and there's somebody talking to you about... Uh, you should probably see this as though they're referring to you as some sort of a, an official, as though you should know about it because you came from Warland, as though you've been appointed, and even though that wasn't exactly the reason why you were, you were sent here. But you get down to it, and the three of you recognize right off that it is not a new grave dug. Someone has dug up the grave of one of the people that were interred here from town. Hmm. Uh, who was it? Uh, it's the the grave marker indicates that it's Olson Lynch. Gotcha. What was he when he was uh, alive? And how long ago did he die? Yeah. Yeah, all good points. Olson Lynch died about five years ago. And though he did the same thing as everyone else, you know, he gardened, farmed, did some hunting. Like most of the town's subsistence lived in this area. He also had the curious habit of collecting different statuary, uh, different uh, images, art objects from different regions. And he actually encouraged a lot of the uh, traders for a number of years uh, to go a little further afield 
and gather more things, to have more exotic art, statues, you know, stuff as far as old Bravis, maybe some things that were Corman in origin, just to brighten up his own house. He liked how they looked. And as a matter of fact, that when he died, he had no children, he never married, that the rest of the town just uh, divided up his stuff. So each one of you have one of the art objects that used to belong to Olson. He was very well liked, uh, a happy person, uh, you know, one of us. Um, the only person that doesn't have one that is their own uh, would be you, Boris. Uh, that, but even as it's being said, Zellin, you're thinking to yourself that you have a dragonfly on a flower statue. It's back in your house right now. Uh, and that you you know that your grandmother had uh, a hummingbird that was uh, very stylized in its shape. You could you know, hold it in your pocket, and she generally did, kept it as a talisman, like with her all the time. And not because it does anything or provides anything, it's just that Olsen Lynch was so completely liked. Um, but the Griffiths, they have a bear statue. It's one of the few art objects in the house. You would have asked them about it, Boris. And they said, oh, you know, someone in the, the town used to own that, but he died some years ago. Uh, but we just like it. We just find it pleasant. We think about him sometimes. Uh, Jacob, you have what is a stylized fox, you know, very rounded at the edges. And it's in your pocket right now because you've always carried it ever since Olson Lynch died. Yeah, I will definitely uh, just as just a kind of respect thing, I'll just kind of have that out there and I'll just be looking at it in my hands just uh, thinking about uh Orson or Olson, as a uh, as I him. we are such good friends. Or, or, or uh, uh, him and I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bill. No, Jacob, not Bill. Jacob, can you tell anything about the way the graves disturbed? Yeah, I'll uh, I'll take a look and see who would have done this. I don't know. Go ahead, or roll your investigation. Yeah, uh, sure. I'm gonna turn to whichever of the Griffiths are nearby and ask them if um, Orlin had any enemies. Anybody who disliked him or uh, they they you know wished him poor. roll their eyes and shrug their shoulders like I I don't know that anybody there's some people in town that don't get along with each other but enemies my gosh no I, no one no one thought about the Olson that way I mean we could have just buried all of his stuff with him or just thrown it away or sold it and made profit for each one of us to the traders when they come through but no we wanted to keep his stuff his stuff's all over the place he was. Uh, such a well-liked guy. I got an 11 on that investigation. It, whoever dug this up did not use a shovel. It looks like it was dug up with their hands. All right, uh, and now it's quite clear as you dig to that point, you're right there at the edge of the grave looking into it. Uh, the grave itself has been completely opened. The casket down below, wooden casket, which is partially rotted in itself, uh, has been torn open. And you can see the the decomposed body, uh, skeletal remains really at this point of Olson Lynch are just exposed to the air right now. Gotcha. Do the marks of what suggests it was dug out by hand, does it suggest that it was done by human or done by an animal of some kind? It looks like it's, it would not be an animal. You don't see those kinds of nails and claws. It's quite clear that somebody dug up this grave with their bare hands. All right. Yeah. I turned to everyone else. Like some, someone potentially came from out of town or someone from here locally did this they didn't have the tools to dig up this grave themselves but it was absolutely dug up by a person i'm going to go and check my grandmother's grave to see if it's been disturbed at all yes just uh, you know a handful of feet away you know you have 10 20 feet at the most uh no it's it's not been disturbed at all are any other graves in the area this just, is the only one just this one yeah why would they single them out like that who uh i'm going to activate divine sense to see if i can sense the presence of in this case, specifically undead, though also fiends or celestials, if they happen to be within 60 feet. And that's just an automatic, isn't it? There's yeah, no role that goes associated with that. Bing! Yes uh, or no? And no, there's there's no undead. He himself is not an undead thing. There's no undeads like in their graves down below there, you know, yeah. within, scratching to get out. Well, it's a yes, no within 60 feet. I wouldn't learn of locations anyway. Gotcha. So uh, that'd be a no. There's yeah. nothing there too. I want to walk around to other towns members and ask them uh if they've uh, known anything because this this would have happened just in this last night we no one saw it like this before what uh it sounded like a good role <laughs> <laughs> wonder what you got <laughs> has any did anyone see any um unsavory characters someone that they didn't recognize in the town 
in the last no, day or so. So, so few people. A, a couple eyes turn toward Boris. Boris, what's your charisma? Uh, my charisma. It was a natural 20. Is a 16. Wow. Uh, no, there's no unsavory characters. Actually, a number of the women look over at the only new person in town <laughs> and think, no. no. Even I though he seems like a pretty, pretty trustworthy good. person, I do walk over and check his fingernails or anything for remnants of dirt just to i'm gonna be looking at everybody's hands i'm like um, not, not not like grabbing your so hands and staring at them just like kind the of two like of you then roll an investigation and uh, then once 14. you have that keep it in your in your head no let's see for memory i guess memory would probably be history yeah roll a history which again is a, an intelligence check and what was that first roll for you jacob 14 and then a modified 20 yeah there's there's no dirt on his hands or anything on his no, fingernails I try to I try to be discreet about that too. Just like I just kind of glance over, look at his hands, and look back. Yeah. And Zelma, what was uh, your role on checking everybody's hands? I don't want to insult oh. you. Um, it <laughs> was a either side. nine. Okay. So you can see my I'm checking hands. everybody's hands, and then a twenty on history modified for, twenty. For those that you could you could see, you didn't you know you're just glancing about and not like looking. You know, turn your hand over. You know, let me see your nails. You don't see me with those dirty hands or or dirt packed under the nails any more than you would on any other day. Sure. Because it isn't like there's running water in this town either. Yeah. I, I know that at this point, uh, I think I'm the only person that got so far as to get up and close and personal to the grave itself. But I know there's probably a lot of footsteps that's yeah, been around there's... it. I want to search to see if I can find any other footprints in the area itself that I might be able to track. Uh, the fresh dirt may have carried a little bit further away that I'll see where this person may have been traveling and see if I can pick up a trail of wherever this person walked after doing this. Okay, so go ahead and roll that. And that would be your... Uh... Uh, survival, right? I think that's or right. survival. Yeah, in, wisdom survival. Yeah, yeah. Uh, seven. It, you didn't think of it until people were crushed around, but they're right in the immediate area of the grave. Uh, all the grass is kind of crushed down right here, so you're missing anything right there. But if you go further out from yeah, where wanna, people are, you could do uh, that. However, uh, a couple of you, what were those in those intelligence checks? It was actually a history check. Uh, modified twenty. Modified twenty. Also modified twenty. Wow. I didn't realize that'd be me. Oh, too. actually, yeah. Thank you for rolling. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I just, I just, just remembered that. Uh, I remember too. one month ago when I got here. Yeah. <laughs> that the two of you are thinking it, and then somebody else in that group says, uh, "Is is his sculpture of his tree still there? Remember, he we buried him. He was interred with a sculpture of a tree. Well, if it comes to a thing of value, that's something I can think of. It was one of his nicest pieces that he had." Is the tree still there down in the grave, Jacob? Yeah. Well, be um, a good boy and go down there and check, would yeah, you? I'll, <laughs> I'll uh, take another peek down there and see our dead friend's body and do a, not disturbing the corpse itself. But not obvious forward. unless you do any more rooting around. Gotcha. Does anyone remember where exactly it would have been put? Like He was holding it in his hands. Yeah. And um, his hands, I'm assuming, are... It's not there. I, I don't see it, no. I... It actually looks like the hands, you know, as, as much as you can tell from this, it's as though they've been knocked apart. Hands, fingers, of course, you know, the, all those little flanges would already be apart from each other. Mm -hmm. But wherever they would have rested, you'd expect those bones to be in about the same spot in an undisturbed grave. They're very disturbed and yeah. churned up. And that sculptured tree that was about nine, ten inches tall, and it was wood and stone set together to make a, like a tree. Whoever did this was not in any way caring about the grave that they were disturbing. They were obviously uninvited and they were doing this for some reason. The tree itself, this is David speaking, uh, we would know enough about, we know Adlai trees. Was it an Adlai tree or just a tree that was... Well, Adlai's and big oaks are look the same. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's a sculpture of a tree. You don't recall ever like trying to read the bottom if there was something stamped on there or scratched or burned mm -hmm. into it. Uh, it could very easily be... Uh, a sculpture of an Adelaide tree or just uh, an oak-like tree in general. But, okay. But it was definitely that type of tree. So no idea. A few idea. guys have showed up with a shovel and they're like, well, let's get this, whatever whatever desecration happened here, uh, let's get the ground covered again. Jacob, would you just close this back off again? Yeah. So um, the casket itself, was it damaged in any way or is it as easy as just closing it back up so we can push the dirt on top? You could lay the boards back in place, but the casket lid is, once you go to lay it back down, uh, it is damaged. It doesn't look as though it was just lifted up. There's, there were nails holding it in, you know, mm -hmm. holding the thing down. And the whole lid's been ripped up, and that's broken a couple of the boards. Gotcha. So I'll I'll take a, a moment to make sure that the uh, 
the lid is back in a way where it's not going to like cave in on itself, but do take care to put it. Do another survival check as tracking. Uh, 14. You can see there are definitely scratch marks at this, like where somebody dug their fingernails in to rip this thing up. Oh my gosh. All right. Do you share any of this? Yeah. Um, uh, I'll climb back out of the hole and I'll, um, I'll allow them to before start. before they start moving the dirt. Okay, Jacob, yeah. right? Can you tell how long this dirt's been sitting here? Like, if it's you, you could estimate maybe six, seven hours. How long? Yeah, I'll take a take a look. At yeah, the, do that as a tracking thing too. So the the temperature of the dirt, the dirt on the surface, the dirt underneath. You're digging your hand into it. You're squeezing the dirt. That is an eleven. Very little time. Yeah, oh. four or five hours. Okay, yeah. So sometime during the night. Um. In okay, so like just before sunrise, or like I'm gonna, it's probably around sunrise now. It's, so. Yeah, it's just like you yeah. know, within like a half an hour after sunrise right now. Middle of the night. I'm gonna um I I I I told you guys about the uh, the scratches and the uh, and the the thing itself, the missing tree, the hands being mutilated. Put it all back there. Let them do there. I'm gonna take a second. I'm gonna look around the grave itself and see if I can find more tracks of the dirt and if it's leading off in a direction and give me an idea on where to start looking for who did this. Yeah. Do you I'm going to ask the townspeople to check their homes to find out if anything else from him is missing. Yeah. And uh, that, that was me vocalizing what I just said. I'm going to go and do this. Okay. So uh, a few people say at the same time, uh, well, Jacob should, what do we walk back the way we came? Should we, where do we walk? Do we walk single file? What do we do? Give me just a moment before everyone takes any more steps and see if I can find any sort of a track. So, so how far away from the grave do you go before you start making a perimeter? Uh, I'll give it about, uh, how big is the cemetery itself? It'd be about a, a hundred feet across. Does it have a, any sort of a fence or anything no. around it? No, mate. Okay. I'll, I'll go, call it, um, 20 feet away from the grave itself. And okay. And so they're holding there. still. What was that you said, Zellin? I think we should check in our homes to see if there's anything else that we receive from him that's missing. And there's a buzz that goes between people about, well, we had something, something. Did that come from somewhere, somewhere? And they're all just talking about, was that one of his things or did, did we give that thing to him? And there's all that kind of chit chat and talk here. You can imagine people just trying to get their head around this, but then also deciding what the things were. A few people reach into their own pocket and they, they pull out a, a stylized something, a memento, it'd be like a good luck charm sort of thing. Some are very small, fit in the palm of your hand. Um, the, the box that Jacob, that you have, Jacob would be a little larger than that. It'd be, uh, like, a an egg shaped, a little larger than egg shaped or mm -hmm. egg sized rather stone. So yeah, some sure. people are checking right there and you already get a few. No, I, I've got mine right here. You know, no, no, I've got mine. I, I, yeah. I got a modified 20 on my search for trial. Yeah. The, as you go around this, it's almost to the other end of it. Uh, on the hill that goes up on the other side. So the reverse side of the next slope you can find a trail where somebody walked through the grass and then you can tell because it didn't hold to the exact same path. There's slight deviations. It's almost to the same path. Someone walked down the hill, then someone walked back up the hill. You also find dirt in the tracks and the boots on the way back up. All right. So I'll share that with uh, those out there. I found a track. We, I believe this to have happened within the last couple of hours. I feel like we might want to Go now before this person gets much further away and find who did this. Let's reinter him first. I don't know what that word means. Bury him bury again. Bury him again. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. To inter is to bury. I think, uh, yeah, um, <clears throat> we, we left that in the hand of the townspeople. They brought yeah. their shovels. And all give the appropriate prayer as they're doing that. Okay. Yeah. So I will um, make a note of that trail. Let everyone know. Cause I, found, I found a good path. You guys feel free to return to your homes. We are going to investigate this. Does anyone want to assist me on this journey? Yeah, but I, I want to go back to my house first and get my staff and, and some tools. I'd yeah. like to get my equipment as well. Yeah. I would imagine um, I probably came here from a hunt this morning, so I might already have my that would make sense. equipment with me. Right. So in about 20 minutes, uh, people are already sharing already as you're passing people going to and from various houses. Uh, no, my, my statue is here. No, I, I had this, I had that. And everyone's just relating what they had had. Uh, and no one else can find anything missing or anything that's out of place. Of course, anyone going to the graveyard from the direction of that trail that Jake was pointed out would not even need to go into the town itself. You'd never have to actually have to come up onto the hill, uh, you know, that, that's uh, Gryon Hill. So no one has found anything else out of place. The body's been interred. It's been properly prayed over, and uh, everyone is set and ready to go. So uh, I gear up fully, you know, all more or less as I was traveling down here. So. Okay, well, that creates a buzz, too. Armor and weapons, just, I'm expecting a team of grave robbers, you know, bandits at the very least, so I'm 
ready for a fight in case. Got it. Um, and now this is me practicing moving game along. You pursue this track for about four hours. One question just kind of yeah. real fast. I would imagine knowing with the dangers in the area, the bears and the mountain lions that do exist here, I am typically armored up when I do go to hunt. Like with my studded leather. I would think so too. Okay, yeah. So uh, I just want to make sure that most I Most typically that those I kinds of animals, the more dangerous predators are into the hills. You're moving north toward mm -hmm. the grasslands. So you probably wouldn't run into those things out here, but there are definitely still, you know, large game. Bears do come down out of those hills. They will fish in the streams, mm. but generally when you approach them, they just run off. But I didn't say that I was specifically putting my armor on. I was just assuming that when I go to gotcha. hunt, I'm already wearing it. It's my usual outfit. Well, and because bandits are a thing as well, this is, you know, we're in civilization by a medieval standard, but there could be, you know, bandits literally yeah. anywhere. Yeah. You travel for about four hours heading north into the grasslands following this trail until the trail just stops at the stream itself. And this is still, um, I forgot the name of one thing, and I said, um, dang, <laughs> Stone, Stone Creek. Creek. That you are along Stone Creek where it's gotten wider, it's a little faster moving, and at that point it looks as though there was a boat and somebody took that off, you know, went in that direction uh, following Stone Creek down to where it eventually reaches Talfava or got out of it somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And you realize that it's just time to head back, that whoever this was, they've they've obviously gotten away from you. Yeah. And then you'd come back to back to grind. Yeah. You get back to grind and life continues for the next week. Nothing else uh, like this happens. Does anyone propose setting up any kind of a watch or yeah, I'd should we have a it. person? Okay. So what do you propose to the rest of the town then? Um that uh, it's taken in shifts to mind the graveyard at least for the next couple of weeks, you know, maybe every four to eight hours that we do what we can to um, help ensure that the families of the people who are watching it have supplies they need um, because obviously you know, you'd be tired after that kind of shift, either staying awake after hunting or before um and you do just that, so you can set that up. And yeah, and I definitely volunteer for, you know, an eight-hour shift regularly with that. Yeah, they probably start. They they suggest breaking shifts up in much smaller periods of time mm, because yeah. they they need sleep. They have their own lives to live. Right. Yeah. So it's pretty much like hour shifts. People are just on a rotation, and it's most everyone in the town. And this goes on for ten days, twelve days. And nothing's changed, nothing's happening, and people are starting to believe that it was just some weird, freaky, freaky rather, bizarre experience that that was the case. Until on one of those mornings, everyone is awakened by somebody yelling, running toward the town, yelling, it's happened again, it's happened again. Gotcha. Um, before sunlight or at uh, break of dawn? Uh, yeah, very, very early. So like at the crack of dawn. Gotcha. Um, I will, I'm assuming I'm, Again, awake already for natural, what I'm doing in the morning, things, hunting, getting ready for that. Uh, let's just roll that as a, uh, mm. roll a DC with your wisdom, a straight DC roll. I'm not sure what that would be if it's actually a thing. Six. I decided oh, to sleep no. in today. A wisdom check. Okay. So your wisdom, no, you actually were asleep this time. It was how it coordinated or didn't coordinate with your morning mm -hmm. routine. I'm going to do the same. Okay, uh, go ahead. Yeah, in case I was wisdom like, check. for morning prayers. 16. You are. Okay. Um, so call it an insight, but I want to gauge just kind of the tone of the cry. Is it, um, just concern that a grave has been broken into or would I infer? Go ahead and danger? roll that insight. And I'm equipping everything. 10. You don't take it as a danger as in we're being attacked or it's happening at this moment. Uh, you do get the idea from this thing. It's happened again. Your initial reaction is someone has dug up a grave again. Another grave has been right, robbed yeah. or desecrated. I think... But the other part you do get with that DC make is that the person that's yelling it is also saying it in a way that's defensive. Mm. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, I think soldiers have it awoken, you know, just like startled yelling, I'd go for a weapon first. So I'd probably okay. almost habitually have my hammer as I'm going out. All right, so you're out the door. You have hammer in hand. You hear this too from yeah, where you are. Um, you're awakened by it yeah, too, I, Jacob, Zell, and you both are. 
I put myself and run out the door. Yeah, I I'm going to equip myself and run too because my thought is let's just get to the river. Yeah, no, the I'm, last I'm, one went to the river. Let's not stand around the cemetery and investigate. Let's right, just yeah. book it to the yeah. river as fast as we can. Going straight to where the trails was last time, doing a, a, a sweep to see if I can find similar. So as you're running down that way, somebody from over toward the graveyard that's gone directly to the graveyard instead, uh, a lot of hands pointing, and someone yells across the way to you, Zalin, Zalin, and as you turn toward them, they say. It's Ludmilla. Oh, now I'm pissed. It's Ludmilla's. <laughs> do you do you stop to um, go into the grave, or are you still no? Running? Because yeah. I want to catch whoever disturbed my grandmother's grave. Yeah, uh, um, I'll look for tracks again. Natural one for a total of six. Uh, you believe this is the 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 track of somebody heading that direction. But again, people walk all over this place mm -hmm. all the time. What you're not seeing that, that really gave it away to you 12 days ago was the dirt that was in the boots that led you along this direction. Say, ah, okay, this is it. This is the pattern. Right. And you're watching the pattern of how a person walks. This time, you're on somebody's trail, but you don't know if it's I'm, the trail yeah. the perpetrator. I'm going to do my own investigation to see if I can like pick it up as well as we're going. Okay, go yeah, ahead. And, yeah. and, and knowing that uh, even though I might not have found the exact trail from this time, I'll just... Go follow the trail that we did find last time. Not six for an eight. Okay, so yeah, same thing. Well, there is no trail from last time. No, uh, I mean like, 12, like, like following the same path. Like okay, the direction same we direction. Traveled. Gotcha. You could definitely do that without even making a roll. Uh, but you don't know if you're on the trail that comes from the grave because you didn't start at the grave to, to pick up a trail to see if there's any patterns mm. leading definitely from that. Yeah. I don't trust either of their investigations, so I'm going to do my own because this is my <laughs> grandmother and I rolled a... They Modified both point 20. in like two different directions. We should he go this way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, I rolled a modified 21. So again, you're following a trail. You feel really confident that you're on a trail. But again, it could have been somebody that went out hunting last night and came back. And you're just on that particular trail because you don't know from where the trail actually started. But you move in that direction and it does go in the general direction that they're already moving in. Yeah. Uh, it deviates like the, the curve of this hill, you know, the defilade here. But you're still running relatively north, and it looks like you're heading towards Stone Creek. Yeah. Um, uh, as we pass the cemetery, I'd yell to whoever's there, barrier, we're going to try and find whoever did this. He yells I'm, that. Does anybody else, yeah, yell anything else? I'm running else? through my mind of anything we buried her with, so I can ask if it's there. The hummingbird? I don't know. You did. You did bury her with the hummingbird. She loved Is it the so. hummingbird there? We don't know. So I tell still, them, yeah, tell them to check. Yeah. And then keep going. Yeah. All right. So uh, you guys go for period of time, period of distance. You're traveling for hours after this. And I would imagine moving at a faster, more accelerated rate. And when you're almost to the same spot, you can see very definite footprints in the mud right around the creek here this time. Go ahead and roll that survival skill as a track. Uh, I'll, I'll help. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With advantage. Uh, 21. There are two sets of tracks. One looks like a barefoot human, barefooted person, and the other one is a person that's definitely wearing a boot or a shoe of some sort. But there is no boat in the water. There's no one out to the horizon. You can see where the, the keel of a very typical rowboat that would be used on uh, this creek where once it gets wider uh, is uh, embedded in the mud itself but there's no one or anything else around here. And you realize again, whatever their timetable was, you've missed it. All right, so and the tracks- time to head back. The tracks that I did find do seem like they do go out to that boat. It's not like they go in a different direction. Or yeah, there was some kind of a- the river. Yeah. yeah, there was some sort of a rendezvous right like here. the boat's not a ruse or a red herring. Okay, yeah, we'll uh, move back to the town. Um, when we get back- When you get back, it's it's very you know, late in the day. It's well, yes. late in the day. Have later. the town people three, closed the grave? Three up? hours. Yes, because they were told to. You're talking to Theo and Tanya Gillespie. They meet you coming back down and they say, uh, Zelen, it wasn't there. Uh, that hummingbird your grandmother always carried, it wasn't there. Uh, the thing that belonged to, to, to Owen Lynch, it, it wasn't there either. Again, something that was his. Uh, people are worried about having these things now and we've already taken ours out of our pocket. We just put it outside the door. We don't want these things in our, in our house anymore, anywhere around us because something's happening with all of this. So has there been anybody else that we've buried with one of Owen's pieces. Can you think of anybody else that we buried? We'll spread that around. Uh, I'm not aware of it myself. Uh, and your your own grandmother is the only person you'd be aware of because, 
you know, who goes through the pockets of, you know, their loved ones, unless they put a thing specific in their grave before they're, right. before they're interred. Yeah. But that might take until like later today or tomorrow for that to come back. So I go to Jacob and Boris and say, I, there, there's a connection. All the townspeople want these things mm-hmm. out of their house. Do we use this? If, if there's a connection, do we use this to, to bait a trap? Well, what it seems like is that everyone in the town knows about the collection that uh, Olson had. We need to talk to the uh, traders the next time they come in to see if that any any word has been uh, passed on around that. But for the time being, let's uh, let's head to the sanctuary, or not sanctuary, the this, this cemetery ourselves, and see if there's any sort of a idea we can gain about more information about the person who's doing this. Yeah, I think we should do that. But I think we should I think we should set a trap. They're they're coming for this stuff. It seems like to Agreed. do that twice. They're coming for this stuff. Yeah, either the, setting a camp at the cemetery or maybe by the river, mm-hmm. try and catch the boat on its return. The people who uh, have been placing them outside their houses, did anyone, or did that now happen after it's happened twice, or did the uh, did the people actually leave them outside their houses and those did not get taken the next time someone came into town? No, that, that that's very clear. That only happened after the second okay. time. So yeah, uh, I'm all for that. Let's uh, head to the cemetery now. Oh, so you get to the cemetery and you can see where the grave's been interred. Uh, a number of guys are standing there, one of whom is Fletcher Rush, and he's shaking his head. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. And as the three of you walk up, they say, I want to show you guys something that, that this is kind of different. I wasn't expecting it. So I almost threw it into the ground and just when I when I reburied Mayor Limbilla, uh, but, I, but I kept it out. And he holds up a piece of stone that's uh, unusual to the ground around here. You wouldn't see a stone as black as what this is. And then as you take a closer look at it, you can see the stone has been worked on three different sides, like it was the corner of a box. And then the fourth side is it's been shattered off of something, but it looks like it's a chip. Uh, it's uh, about the size of uh, like you know, two inches in one direction, inch and a half in the other, about an inch and a quarter in the other. So it's, it's a small thing, but it's definitely a chip of a worked piece of stone. Would I know about that stairway to nowhere? Roll history. And also, uh, I want to investigate that to see if it matches the similar um, makeup. You of... have heard about that that stairway, as a matter of fact. Uh, see if it matches the makeup of any of the other trinkets that Olsen has in his collection, like they'd be from a similar source. And I'm going to make an investigation check to see if, rather than the corner of a box, it might be the corner of a stair. Okay, go ahead and roll investigation in that capacity. Let's stop rolling Fourteen. that box. Okay. <laughs> I got a five. Five, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're unsure that that's an unknown to you, Jacob. Uh, but Boris, as you're looking at it, you've never seen this stair, but it definitely could be the point of an exposed stair. Like if the stair had no sides to it right. and a corner of it sticks out from the ground. You two have heard of that like old fortification stairway, the, the Blackstone stairway. Yeah, I know roughly how, um, how far away is it? 20 miles. About 20 miles, almost due east. Mm-hmm. Um, this looks to me like a worked thing. It might be the edge of a you know, a box or a brick, but could it be a piece of one of those steps? Would Fletcher, that be a place Fletcher, that where taken... did you find it? Uh, it was right here in the ground, right in the dirt, right next to where the, the open grave was, as though somebody was digging. And I looked for what you had said, Jacob. I looked to see if I could see shovel marks. I, I wouldn't have thought of that before, but it looked like somebody was scooping the dirt out with their bare hands. And this was just in the dirt as was scooped out. It looked clean, though. It didn't look as though it had been in the dirt already. Mm-hmm. It looked as though it might have been dropped. Gotcha. Uh, I imagine um, it being a a wonder, we'll call it. I've taken people there before. I know where it is. I may have been there to the actual stairway itself. You have. I want to investigate this uh, rockets, rock and see if I recognize it as being the same okay, material. Go ahead. Does my pointing that out count as uh, advantage yeah, yeah we'll call Thank it you. advantage I needed yeah. that. <laughs> uh, and as you're looking at it we're going to assume zelen you've never been to the stair but people have talked about it but not as though they're having conversations and conversations just that well maybe as far as the black stair and it never has more of a, a conversational tone than that but as they're holding the stone go ahead and roll your nature check for are we treating this like an investigation natural, or natural 20 oh. are we treating this like a <laughs> uh, investigation check or like a history like i'm remembering what it is I would go with whichever one is better for you because I tend to play just awesome. that way. So if you sell the idea for, for the one, go with that. Nice. But first, right. the, the natural 20 that Zellin uh, just determined, uh, it's black tourmaline. For whatever that means, you recognize, you can tell the actual stone itself is black tourmaline. And a 14 for the history check. 
Yeah, you are from to memory the way that there's like flecks of other material, uh, the look of the stone itself, especially you've been there after a rain that that staircase is looking like a stone waterfall on the side of a hill. It's just bizarre that it's sitting right there. This looks just that same way. Boris, can you check this stone? People carry this this type of stone, this black tourmaline. They carry it as protection against evil. Can you check the stone to see if you can sense anything? I'll do what I can. Uh, I'll attempt first um, a knowledge rel- or a religion check, and then second a divine sense. Okay, religion. That's not really first. what divine sense is for, but I might pick something up anyway. I, I like it. The river itself that they've been escaping via boat by is it's weak enough of a current that they could they can potentially row against it and yes. then go back. Okay. Yes, most definitely. A five on that knowledge religion. <laughs> so, no, you don't recall black tourmaline having any particular something in the Church of Uko. You have knowledge of it in Uko's faith. Not in my faith. But you had another then, check you with, said you with, uh, Using that divine sensibility. That's the, I sense the presence of right. fiend celestials are undead within 60 feet. There are no hits on that within that range, but it is unnerving. You have the the sense the belief that this stone was in the possession of something that would fit that description as though it's it's almost held the energy in the stone or the the uh, the unsavoriness evil if you want to call it that but it's not so specific or that typified yeah how long exactly has been since the last time this was done 12 days. 12 days. All right. Uh, I, I want to, th- uh, th- I'm thinking about the, like the phases of the moon, any sort of a, a thing in that capacity that would give some sort of a, uh, call it a, like uh, a pattern, a, a pattern, like something that would have like occurred that it would roll, roll your nature sense. Give that. Zelen, That's uh, intelligence. N- there's nothing about this kind of stone as a talisman in my faith, but I can feel a wrongness about it. I think it was carried by something of grim intent. Okay. Will, will you please say prayers over Ludmilla's grave? I will. Talking through this whole process, I come over to her. Ludmilla. Uh, Zelen. 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 <laughs> really? <laughs> Names. I, uh, I go over to her and I say, like, this is what I'm thinking. Can you think of anything with a 12 days? I've got an eight on my check. Let me think about it. Um, gosh, let me consider. Does this count as assistance? Yeah, this is uh, roll with advantage. That means you roll it twice. Take the better roll. And we're doing nature? Right. I rolled a 14. Nothing comes right to mind with you as far as that it went from about a quarter of a moon to about a three-quarter moon. So if there's anything with that, you, you could file that away or share it. But that's about where the phase of the moon was and about where it is right now. I'm going to, um, I'm going to talk to my cat using my speak with animals because my cat, I know, prowls all over the town in the evening to see um, what I can find out from them. Boris, Jacob, can you step aside for a second? Sure. So I don't like to do it in front of the townspeople, but I can speak to my to the animals. Um, my cat prowls all over this town in the evenings, and I know she comes down to the cemeteries. I'd like to find out from her what she might have seen. Would you guys be with me while I interview? I'm, a, I'm, this, I'm so f- upset about this. I'd like it if you guys could help me if there are other questions that I'm not thinking about. Sure. Yeah. So um, you all go back to your house, which is outside of town, which is just from the graveyard northeast on the first slope that goes into the Brimroar Hills. Real quick, while um, you know, while we're heading that way, with um, Jacob and then Zelen talking about phases of the moons and kind of natural cycles right. that way as you know, kind of a timetable, I'm going to see if I can recall any, you know, um, to use the Catholic term, high holy days. Okay. Um, you know, uh, days of religious significance, either in the faith of Uko or, you know, any of the other prominent religions, or even in, you know, occult belief structures that I may have studied. Okay, just go ahead to see if I can religion check. Sure. You know, cue on anything that way. 10. The celebration of the visitation of Lasden was 12 days ago. Oh, yeah, that's a big one. Um, and I'd share that, that. 12 days ago was 
the visitation, the day, you know, the anniversary of the visitation. In that religion, like others, there's significance in numbers, like three appears a lot. Is there any significance to 12 in this religion? I, Victor, knows that, but does... <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, go ahead and answer with that with that prior knowledge, then. Uh, yes, there is. Uh, okay. That 12 is the number of um, the great sky servants. And the visitation of Ladson, uh, Ladson, of Lasden, <laughs> the other one. Uh, is, right, uh, is uh, something that took place at Arngel College. If you notice on your map, and I know we don't reference maps normally, uh, but for those of you listening, you could actually check out my website and you can see a copy of this map that near Arngel College, it says Hill of the Visitation, uh, and that is a location. And... Go ahead and roll history for all of you around there. And it could be a case of where Boris, who doesn't need to roll, definitely knows this already. Where is uh, um, the college again? In the northwestern corner of that map. Oh, there it is. Okay. Seven. Okay. You've not heard anything about this? History uh, eight. Neither of you. So Boris <laughs> would probably tell you yeah. that that is the location where different abbots, you know, clerics dedicated to the Church of Uko are actually grafted to a sky servant, an angelic-like being. And this takes place at a place where Lasden, this like demigod figure from the church's own history, came to earth and allowed this to happen. Is that a direct quote from somewhere? What? From Well, from my book. Okay. Because Victor was mouthing the words along and it was freaking me out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dad's never said that, so that's that's just... Me being good at bluffing. And just okay. messing with your head. <laughs> it's like, as he was doing that, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. This entire time, has your dad just been a ventriloquist dummy and you were him? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <hands> So, <laughs> the visitation of Ladson's celebration was just 12 days ago, the same day uh, that Owen Lynch's grave was desecrated. It could still be a coincidence, but that did happen very recently. The two so, so, uh, figures that have been taken so far was a tree and what was your mother's? Hummingbird. Grandmother. My grandmother. I said mother, yeah. Um, do those have any significance? Uh, the Adlai, obviously, yes. Um, and then just trees beyond as a source of bounty. Uh, I'm going to make a knowledge rel or a okay. religion check to gauge hummingbirds. Uh, 13. Uh, not hummingbirds specifically, but it does make you wonder what it might have been made out of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I share both of those thoughts. All these figures that we keep on our person, I'm assuming, are roughly the same material no they're all different again these are different uh artifacts that weren't made by a single artist mm -hmm. and were just divvied up they came from thousands of miles away potentially you know some more local but artists and some of them could be very old too not necessarily just an artist made them like during uh owen's lifetime but could have been something that's been handed down passed down is sold purchased again resold so, no, from all over the place, different things. But they're all anybody... like wood and stone. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, but they are all like wood and stone. Yeah, I was about to say, Zellan, do you recall what the hummingbird was made of? It was made out of rose quartz. Made out of rose quartz. Do we know what the tree was made out of? That one, that one was wooden stone, right? That was the actual trunk of that tree was wooden, and then it had pieces of stone that was attached to how the branches were carved in this. So it looks like it was actually stone looking like leaves set into the wood of this trunk and branches. Uh, it would take a, a great sophistication to put the whole thing together. Is there anybody living in, in uh, Owen's house? Yes, there would be. There's somebody else there right now. Um, so are we okay to go and talk to my cat, see what my cat yeah, might have saw? Uh, As we're walking. Like, Caitlin Ibarra lives there now. Okay. And Rose Quartz, does that mean anything to... Uh, 12 on a religion check. You do know that a number of altars and bathing stones, like to wash your hands before different mm. ceremonial things, are made out of rose quartz, if, if there's a connection there. Yeah, the only connection I'd have is it's sometimes used as pieces of altars or bathing stones. Gotcha. So we are in um, the, my house, and I find Bridicus, my cat, curled up in a beam of light. Um, I gently wake her and say, I need to talk to her. Um, and then you do spell thing and then, yeah, then I, yeah, I think it just does. I don't think I have to roll anything. The yeah. cat has no particular just, reaction to you. This is just probably normal for yeah, it. We talk all the time. So it, it would be very unusual. I would think to Jacob 
uh, and less unusual to Boris. Yeah, but it's still not the magic yeah, kinda, I'm used to. Right. <laughs> I'd probably bless myself in the fashion of my face. <laughs> so, Bredicus, somebody bothered Grandmother last night. Did you see it? I saw three men walking last night. Three, when, three men walking by where Grandmother sleeps? Yes, they walk through the place where all of you, all of your kind sleep. Did you, did you know the men? I did not know them, but one of them came out of the hills. Uh, he was dressed like, uh, like the, the people that come to buy things from. And then one man came from the north, or probably say from the direction of the fields, uh, from the stream. And he was like one who rests there. I thought he walked there to rest there. And then where, what about the last one? Where'd the last one come from? He came out of the ground and went back into the ground. Bridicus, did, did, they, did they seem to know to go to Ludmilla's grave, or did they look at other ones? The one that came from the hills, he held his hands out as though he was going to embrace something, he was going to hug something, or maybe to capture a mouse or a bird and hold it close. And as he moved his arms out, he walked over the whole place of resting and then stopped but I didn't notice where he had stopped. Are you saying all this out loud? I'm oh assuming. yeah, okay. as as I'm learning things from Bridicus, I'm sharing the sharing it with you yeah. guys because mm-hmm. I I need your help in in developing questions. Yeah. Bridicus, so we, was it the same with the same men? Did they bother the other grave, the other place where Owen sleeps? I didn't see who bothered any other place where someone sleeps. Uh, when's the next time the merchants are coming into town? In about a month. Okay. All right. Well, that doesn't help when us. They, in the... Where did they? Where did they go? They they took something from grandmother. They they took the pretty bird that she liked to look to look at. Where did they go? The dead man didn't rest. The dead man. I watched him turn around after he dug the grave, and he walked back toward the stream in the fields and went over a hill. Can your cat show us where the one that came out of the ground came from? Could you show us? Where the one that came from the ground, where that one came from? I could show you. And then, but the one you asked me about, uh, he took the trail that heads to the, the lookout, the place in the hills, and, and that's where he disappeared into the woods. And what about the third one? Where did the third one go? I thought that's what you meant by the second person you're asking. Yeah, one, um, there was yeah, one, one came from the hills, one, one came, came from, from the north. ground, and then one came from... The north. The, where did the where did the one dress like a traitor, dress like dress like? He he took the trail that went toward the uh, the overlook in going back into the hills. Where'd the Northman go? Where, and where did the Northman go? The the Northman, the dead one. He he went back over the hill in the direction of the fields and the stream. And and, and did the one that came from the ground go back into the ground? He went back into the ground. Let's go okay. take a look. Yeah, let's go. So as you go out, you're following the cat. It's running out ahead of you. uh, And you get to the hillside, further up the hillside from the the cemetery. Not the track or the trail that the dead one took. You're a good two or 300 feet from that. And you see a spot where the grass is all withered. Okay. Not good. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Don't want to get... A lot closer to that. Does anyone have any idea what would be causing that? Um, I don't know about plants, but uh, I'll see if I can sense something. I'm going to use my divine sense kind of at that withered spot to see if I can sense you know, fiends or undead within 60 feet. Okay, no, you, you detect nothing like that whatsoever. You can't imagine what killed the grass right here. Can I examine the grass to see if I can tell if it was a poison or... Okay, sure. Is there anything that... Is this another frequently traveled in area? Or, a little less so. It's right at the crown of a hill, so most people avoid the crowns and go where the shoulder of the hill is a little bit lower. I rolled a 16. It doesn't look as though there's not enough water. You know, there's plenty of water for it. Uh, there's not too much sunlight. You don't pick up a residue of something that looks like there was a, a poison or some, you know, something big urinated on it or something. There's nothing like that. You can find nothing in nature that would have killed this grass right here. There's no reason for it, nor is it scorched like it's been lit on fire or anything else like that. I'm going to ask Bridicus. Bridicus, do you, is there any, do you feel anything about this grass? Um, 
Bridicus can roll its knowledge arcana. And I'll take a uh, a loop around it. It's uh, the area and look for uh, tracks as well. She Go ahead and roll 12. your survival. Yeah, so it, it doesn't, it actually can't, but maybe <laughs> you could. <laughs> um, 12. Yes, you do find like from this area that somebody walked down the hill in the direction of the graveyard and then back up the hill. Hmm. I have a weird sense that this is like the antithesis of the visitation, that something came up, was called up a force of evil. Uh, I'm going to make an, a religion check to try and look for any signs of summoning that way or any more spiritual indicators that this was an intrusion of some sort. Okay, yeah, so that, you could roll that, that either passion. as a knowledge religion or as an arcana, if you have one that's better than the other. Religion, definitely. Okay. Uh, 14. Yeah, there are. There, There is sign of that being the case. And your own historical knowledge is that people believe in the Church of Uko that the slag-marked desert is such a place where a massive thing like that happened, that there's a belief that an old god died at the slag-marked desert or went into the earth or came out of the earth, and that's what killed the entire region. And this seems very similar to that. That's what spikes in your own head when it comes to the actual religious knowledge of it. Well, crap. I share that with the party. So it definitely seems like whoever's coming into the cemetery is using something to sense the stones or sense something to do with Owen or sense something. Olson. We've called him by three I know. I know. We're kind of going back and forth. His last name is Lynch. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Lynch. You each had a number of nicknames you'd call old Oli. (laughs) Good old Orville. Orville. (laughs) Oleander. Orville Lynch. All right. So what are we doing? Olson? We're on Olson? That's the actual right name. That is the actual right name. Olson is, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, you know, it does seem like they're searching for for these things. They do seem to be using magic of some sort. Um, we could plant it. We could, we could take one of the pieces that somebody else has and, and put it in one of the graves, plant it and try to, try to catch them. Lure them. Yeah. Or we could try investigating the, uh, stairs that that's, yeah, it's a 20 mile piece. Yeah. 20 mile, uh, travel out there. Um, I would know how long it would take to get there. Uh, all day. I mean, moving across that rugged country, it'd it'd be be leaving like at the, the crack of dawn and probably getting there close to dark. It'd be, it'd be equipment together. Yeah, um, definitely be a travel. And, and leave tomorrow morning? Yeah. Uh, let's call it four days, um, maybe six at the outside. I'd want to take a little longer, probably make camp a little earlier. So we're arriving there during the day, not at the night. I don't want to be ambushed by something more comfortable in the dark. Okay. So can I ask a question outside of game? Yeah, sure. Does that mean that I'll get my speak with animals spell back if it's four days later? Wouldn't I? Oh, yeah, you get about a long day. Yeah, we'll yeah. Be, when you fall asleep. Yeah, we'll yeah. be there, you know, two days and then there for however long and then back. All right. So we are all in agreement. We're going to head towards this. What do, what do we do to, to guard our our people, our people that are buried? Well, we are planning to leave and return before 12 more days go by. We're assuming that there's it, it might be happening in that sort of a regular interval if we don't do anything to stop it now. We will give them um, minus, I think, the body coming out of the ground. They don't need that sort of terror. But uh, do know that it is more than one person. There's two people that are convening on this location and are doing this. But to know to do not... Keeping the watches, staying armed. They'd be asking you specifically, Boris, like, what, you're leaving? Uh, What do we do while you're gone? Gather up the things from Olsen and, and... Put them outside of the village. Put them down by the Stone Creek. All right, we'll do that, Zelen, yeah. if you say so. Uh, and uh, somebody's going for like a, a wheelbarrow or a cart right now to start loading things onto because they want to do this like right now and immediately. Mm-hmm. So they're they're doing that, not even waiting. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to, we've just had people. Uh, I, I've gotten a hot drink of tea and just walked down to serve my my uh, my watch. Do you think we should be more specifically armed? Uh, should we have people along different lines of travel? Uh, I mean, how I would, should we be expecting something, Boris? I would recommend against trying to fight this mage. Um, we don't know how powerful this being is. Um, I'd say keeping something to protect yourself would be wise. Um, that it is a guard duty, not um, a vigil. 
So Eva Stewart says, well, then what do we do if we see something? Do we just run back and tell the rest of the town? If we're not going to fight it, um, is there any reason to watch at all? Shouldn't we just like lock our doors and stay hold up in our houses? If we're not watching, we don't know how often they're coming. If the method changes or the rate changes, we, we do need that information. So, but do not approach, do take information for us. And watch in pairs. Let's not have anybody out wise. there by themselves. All right, Ashton Garrett says, I, I get what you're saying now. We're, we're not going to be uh, attacking or engaging whatever this thing is or things are. Uh, we're finding out just to, to see if there's a pattern to this, uh, to protect ourselves. And then when you come back, you said you're heading to the stairs? Yes. <laughs> I, I've been there dozens of times. There's nothing there but a stairs. Uh, we found this piece that we think is from... Fletcher stairs. told me, yeah, he's drunk most of the time. Fletcher told me. He's right well, about this, at least. It, it got here somehow, and we, we believe it to be from the stairs. All right, well, we'll keep things battened down here while you're gone. How soon are you leaving, Jacob? We'll be leaving um, very early tomorrow morning. All right. Uh, anything you need from me? Uh, additional hides, Feed rope? Feed my cat. Yeah. Uh, and all right. We'll probably... We Your probably cat probably feeds itself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we probably have you know a list of... You know, we'd need yeah, and they do hard that. tack and dried meats and, you know, supplies like that, torches, that kind okay. of stuff. Do you, do you yeah. need anyone to watch uh, Koshekikis? <laughs> <laughs> well, given that Koshekikis stayed at my home in uh, Quindachi, I'm sure so, she's being seen to. Uh, Natalelius <laughs> and Maticus are watching. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I next... put Loki kiss with me. <laughs> <laughs> so the next morning... Everyone is geared up, and a lot of the town is up and ready to see you off. They have torches set up. Uh, they're people with bows. They're armed. And they even say that's more to protect us uh, than to engage whoever this is in case we see something. Uh, that's more than twos. They're out at fours at a time. And they're ready to see all of you off as you guys head into the Brimroar Hills. Yeah. Yeah. Uko's Grace, Lasden's Shield. Let's go. Uh, and they say, uh, yeah, the Lasden be with you. And also with you. No, it's and with your spirit. We talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> and you take the trail, they say, that was a gnomon for you, Jacob, that goes out to the overlook. Mm -hmm. There's a, a gorge that's just a, a mile further into the hills. And it's a nice overlook spot. It's a good fishing spot. It's a known spot that everyone takes. Yeah, I so, feel like I, I like <laughs> trying to not go into full tourist mode. Like, and if you look to your right, you'll see the roaming hills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't need to go any more that. It was, it was a known spot, so yeah. we could trim that down too. Mm. You travel for all of that portion of the day until you set camp that night. Anything yeah. you want to do in that time? Because you're just moving through a region that, again, Jacob, you know really, really well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I do think we should make an early camp, like maybe halfway, two-thirds of the way there. Uh, so then we're arriving kind of mid-morning-ish, midday-ish. Yeah. Um, I'm going to gather any plants that, that I know that could be of help to us. All right. And I'm going to be going through my own mental list to see if I can recall anything about combating dead men. I'm also yeah. going to be checking to see if I can tell, are people walking in, down, up and down this place? Is this, mm -hmm. can I tell if it's normal traffic levels, higher traffic levels? No yeah. one's trafficking it right now. There's no one walking around here. Pretty much anyone in this region, there are those that live definitely outside, but word in this time period has spread already that something's going wrong, something is off. And you can imagine they're really, you know, closing their doors, you know, holding themselves up. The only thing you recall about how to combat something that is unnatural is Arngolian steel. That is the smiths at the College of Arngol make themselves. And that seems to be the stuff that's best for that kind of a foe. You don't own any. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's like, is my knife? No. <laughs> no. Yeah. My spoon, however. Jacob, you picked a spot where you've camped before mm -hmm. near a creek. There's flowing water. You could fish if you want to. You guys have a, a, a dark camp. Do you have a lit camp? Yeah, I, um, I, I don't believe because we have no reason to believe that there's any sort of dangers along this route that we are on, that it should just be Not a normal right, uh, yeah. camp. So I will so no uh, gather defense. firewood, set up a camp in a yeah. normal way that I would okay. for anyone else I was leading this way. I imagine we probably planned ahead. We brought food. Yeah. We wouldn't have to worry about Absolutely. hunting Correct. at this point. So I'll just get the camp yeah. set up in that regard. Yeah, I think a lit camp and a regular watch. So the next morning, you're all a little tired because you've slept, you know, not the, the entire night. 
you pack up your gear and you take off the next day and you're again heading in that direction. And you have different choices, Jacob, to go, you know, this route, that route. Uh, the only real important detail would be, do you want to approach the stair directly on the stairs, like walking down the stairs face, faces due west? Do you want to head due east and come right to the base of the stairs, you know, into the valley that way? Or do you want to take a side trail to bring you either to the right side of it, the left side of it, or circle the area completely and come at the stairs from the east? facing west. I want to come at it from the uh, highest ground possible, knowing that uh, if it exists in a valley or anything like that, the highest point that we can get to is that way. When we are coming towards it, we have a clear view of the stairs itself and the area around it before we are approaching them Perfect. themselves. Go ahead and roll your survival skill as a tracking, just to take the trail, get the trail you want. Uh, 17. Right, you do. So you circle to the north, so you know, wide bow around, and you've probably added an hour to two hour, hour and a half, let's call it that, to the travel time to the stairs. And at a certain point, Jacob even says, yeah, the stairs are about a half a mile that direction right now, just pointing you know, toward the south. And then you loop, loop further around where you're now in hilly country that's very steep above the area where the stairs are. And then any progression from this point will take you into the west, which takes you down to the top of the stairs. As you're approaching, looking down into that direction, you can see that the ground's been altered and changed. You're, call it 700, 800 feet further uphill from where the stairs are. And you can tell that someone has been staking out areas, five feet square, eight feet square, putting cord around them to mark where the spot is, and has been digging up areas around the stair itself. Hello, I'm Natalie Sinkovich, and I voice Zelen Adhar. My name is David Warner, and I voice Jacob Treadstow. My name is Victor Sinkovich, and I voice Boris Kirsanov. Once again, this is Matt Sinkovich. Thank you for gaming with us. Pursue your curiosity about the four of us and the world in which we game by going to theempiresedge.com. There you can read our bios, peruse the map where our campaign unfolds, make comments, and participate in developing our campaign. We look forward to seeing you there.